We are all like candles. And whether we are single or joined with another does not affect how brightly we can burn. Stacy Lee, the downstairs girl. This week on Point Black. It's not a deficit, okay? Like I'm not operating in the red by not having anybody. There has to be some kind of initial something. When I look on you, I must be able to say, you know, am I man that? Welcome to Point Black. Season two, everyone. Welcome, welcome. This is Point Black, the podcast. Thank you so much for joining us for another season. I know that we took a break and you're probably, you know, missing us. We were definitely missing you, right? (laughs) (laughs) So welcome to season two. This season promises to be a little bit lighter in content, but definitely still speaking about Black women, speaking about our experiences. And we have so many, like palpitating <laughs> wow captivating <laughs> tantalizing uh, all the ends okay yes. we have those topics for you for this um this season so i know that when we left it last time you know things were a bit heavy you know there was a lot going on and there is still a lot going on but we wanted to shift our focus a little bit because like camelia loves saying you know <laughs> black women aren't monoliths so yes, we're not it's good to explore other facets of our being so this season we're going to be talking a lot about family and relationships and children divorce mm-hmm. you know sexuality a lot of things that a lot of us might be struggling with on our own and do we need a safe space to have those discussions i am particularly excited about this season oh by the way we should reintroduce ourselves because I'm sure we have some new listeners here. We do, we do. And I'm Kimberly Guthrie and with me is... I'm Tashika O'Shea. And this is Point Blank, the podcast. With that said, welcome. Thank you for joining us. And if you were with us last season and you're back this season, thank you so much for coming back. I'm excited about this season. I was excited about last season. I learned so much from last season and I am looking forward to exploring what the possibilities are for this season and so like we did in the last season we started with a discussion about ourselves somewhat and we're going to do that this season and the topic for today is why am i single because we both happen to be single black women (laughs) (laughs) like the question i can't tell you how many times i've been asked this question either by men you know, mm-hmm. tend to spark up, you know, relationships or by fellow women who might be in committed relationships or married and they're like, oh, you're such a wonderful girl. Why you don't have anybody yet? I'm I like, know. um, it's not a deficit. Okay. Like I'm not operating in the red by not having anybody. It's wow. Top. <laughs> like, but I'm sure like a lot of persons have this experience as well that like, they get asked this question all the time and I'm always finding it so odd when persons who are trying to develop a relationship with you that 
they're intrigued by the fact that you're single. I mean, are you trying to start a relationship with somebody in a relationship? I <laughs> like, I, I should be single, right? Like, this is what you're looking for. You're not looking for, like, a third party. Unless you are. Unless you are. (laughs) That is true. This is also very possible. So It gets annoying for me. Mm -hmm. It gets really annoying because it's as though there is a time frame. I mean, people have biological clocks, particularly particularly for women, they say. But it's like you get to a point and that's the only thing. It's like this goal that you have to be attaining to. And the mm-hmm. fact that you don't get to it within somebody else's time frame, mm-hmm. then it now becomes this thing where every turn you make is like, how come you're single? Like, why are you single? And then some people have this thing where they ask you, why are you single? And you're like, I don't know. And then it's like, oh, you're too picky. You don't even know what I want. How do you come to the conclusion that I'm being picky because at this age, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm single. But you know what? Before we carry on, do you mind, Tash, saying how long you've been single? Because I've seen like I've been single forever. Oh, Lord, of mercy, mercy, mercy. <laughs> I have been single. So I've dated persons here and there, but my last relationship relationship mm-hmm. was in 2016, like January 2016. Look at you. Mm-hmm. My last relationship <laughs> was in 2007. <laughs> Don't kill me. <laughs> 2007. 2007. That yes. is a long time. Yes. I mean, I've spoken to a couple of people here and there, but no relationship. Nothing anything. actually transpired. Yeah. No. I've had a few of those as well. But um, I'm like, dear God, it's been yeah. forever. It's been more than 10 years. Yeah, it has. It has. No wonder people I mean, think something wrong with me. <laughs> <laughs> That's the myth we're going to be like busting today. Like, Absolutely. There's nothing yeah. wrong with us, okay? Clearly, some persons are single because they choose to be. Mm-hmm. Some persons are just not interested at all in having any kind of serious relationship because of different things that are happening in their lives, right? Mm -hmm. It's just not the best time to have relationships. And then sometimes the litter is really just not that great to pick from. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, all the the fluffy puppies have been taken. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? Grunt of the pack. The not so fluffy puppies need love too. They they do, they do. But I mean, they gotta give me something to love. I ain't going to be dishing out love left, right, and center just because you need it. Mm-hmm. Um, show me why I should, you know? And but, you got to be willing to reciprocate. Mm-hmm. I feel like that is the major thing. Like, you have to be willing to reciprocate. You can't expect somebody to be loving on you and you're just, like, soaking up all that goodness and then you're getting absolutely nothing in return. You're emptying yourself into somebody and you're not being filled up. Right. That is an unreasonable ask, I think. I take self-care like really seriously. And my thing is always you can't pour from an empty vessel. So if I'm pouring out everything into you and you're not pouring anything into me, it mm-hmm. gets to a point where I can't give you anything and I have nothing left for myself. So that is selfishness to the 10th power. Mm-hmm. But I don't think we've answered the question. Like, why are you single? So first of all, I don't date to pass time. Let me mm-hmm. 
I'm not going to find myself in a relationship just because I don't want to be single. While I admit that I am better in a relationship, Mm -hmm. I don't think that I should be in one just for being in a relationship's sake. So I find that the main reason for me why I'm still single is that I just have not met someone that we're mutually attracted to each other. Mm -hmm. And this is somebody that I can see myself spending my life with. And that's fair. But I feel like my reason is that, so for a long time, I just wanted a black man. Mm -hmm. But I had all these different men like, well, it wasn't like a whole heap of them, but most of them. <laughs> the lineup. <laughs> yeah, there, there wasn't a lineup, but most of them uh-huh. were non-black men who would approach me. Mm-hmm. And I was so close-minded that I'm like, no, I wanted a black man. But my thing is black men don't approach me for some reason. And so now like, it's gotten to the point where like, in the same way that you haven't found anybody mm-hmm. that you think is worth spending the rest of your time with, mm-hmm. the same is true for me. So now I'm at this point and I'm like, hmm. Where are the black men at? Where the white men at? Where the, like, where are the men? And then those who you do start getting to know, you mm-hmm. recognize. For me, I recognize that most of them, they're interested in like drive-bys and I don't do drive-bys. So, mm. so define this drive-by. What, what is that? It's where it's a hit and run. So you come, you get what you want, mm-hmm. and you go. Mm-hmm. I'm not into it's that. They're very thing. sexually driven. Yes. So okay. they want to just, you meet them this week and next week you're kissing up and you're doing this and you're having sex. I'm not about that. I'm not mm-hmm. saying somebody else can't choose that. That's mm-hmm. not my choice. That's not for you. Right. And so like, I find like a lot of those are like, I even try the dating apps and mm-hmm. it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, you know what? I am comfortable being single. I'm not going to lie. There are times when it gets like really rough. Dash. And you're like, Oh God. Jesus. I'm like, God. Amen. Yes, it gets really rough sometimes, to be honest. Sometimes I want somebody to call my phone and say, how are you? Like, how was your day? Um, and all that goodness. Like I was talking to somebody the other day, and I was saying, I want ice cream. And I started crying. And I'm like, what's wrong with you? And I'm like, if I had a boyfriend, I could tell him and he could bring me ice cream. <laughs> When you're a single person, tend to reinforce the idea that, oh, you know, you can go get your own damn ice cream, which is true. Yeah. But would I feel good if somebody got me some ice cream? Hell yes. Because I can do it, but do I want to do it? Not all the time. Exactly. Because I usually go and get my own ice cream, but at that point, I just wanted somebody to bring me some ice cream. So it gets really rough. And then you can't pretend like you don't have all these urges, right? True. So you have to be navigating those two. So mm-hmm. this is bliss, but it's also like hard work, like especially if you're dedicated to keeping yourself until it's really, really rough. That's true. But then whenever I want to get up, I can get up and go about my business, not having anybody like where are you going, what time you're coming back and all that stuff. So it has its own blessings too. I feel like with everything, it's usually like that. So, like, you can dedicate your time to, like, the things that interest you, not mm-hmm. the things that interest us. Mm-hmm. And, you know, your time is your own. If you want to go to the gym, if you want to go out with your girlfriends, you know, if you want to try something new, if you want to buy a ticket and fly out tomorrow, you can do 
all these things that you don't have to consider the well-being and the feelings of somebody else. But even with all that, I honestly believe, and I don't know if it's because I've been single for this period of time, Mm -hmm. but I honestly believe that on any day, give me somebody to travel with than me being freely able to buy a ticket and travel. Give me somebody to work out with than me being able to go work out by myself whenever I want. Like I'd much rather be sharing life with someone Mm -hmm. than having the freedom to do it all by myself. And for some person, being single might be the best thing. Mm-hmm. Like some persons are not meant for partnerships. They're meant to be single. Mm-hmm. That is your calling in life, to be single. <laughs> but other persons, and I put myself in the other person's category, mm-hmm. I think that I'm a better person with somebody else than I am on my own. I think I'm like in the middle. What they say is that singleness especially for a single for a long time it makes you selfish and i can attest to that that is true and that selfishness turn into being miserable once you get a partner sometimes it does if you're not willing to <laughs> let go it's true if you're not willing to let you go. like things the way you like things you've been yes. having things a particular way for a really long time like yes. i'm not ready to switch up my whole routine for you exactly so like while I would love, I'd absolutely love to have like somebody to do things with, to get me the ice cream, somebody mm-hmm. I can cook for. I'm not a big chef, but it's practice. Like I'll be on these different sites and I'm like, I want a man so I can buy clothes for him. I can buy this for him. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I don't want to work out with you. Working out for me is my alone time. I don't want you in my space. So there are activities that I want to do by myself. But I'm also willing to share. So I feel like I'm more in the middle. But it would it'd be nice to have a man. Like sometimes you just want a hug, right? Just a plain old hug. I think that's definitely one of the things I miss about having a partner. Mm -hmm. Because I'm not sure if black persons know this, but I'm in Canada on my own. So separate Mm -hmm. and away from family. So I don't experience intimacy unless I have a partner. So things like hugging or like, it just doesn't happen for me because I'm not out here hugging random strangers. (laughs) (laughs) And there is definitely a difference. I mean, yes, you get some level of intimacy, but there's a different kind of intimacy that you share with it being a partner. Mm -hmm. So um, I'm getting neither at this point. So I'm not getting like friendship intimacies. Come on, baby, I'm going to see you again here. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm hug deprived help <laughs> so there's like a real yearning on my part to connect to somebody but there are rules and I'm glad I have these rules because yes. sometimes if you act solely on your feelings then you end up with a whole lot of regrets a whole lot of heartache too and as you mentioned Sorry, mm-hmm. and as you mentioned that, like singleness is a good place to deal with those issues. Mm-hmm. If you're heartbroken, you have all these different singleness is a good time to work mm-hmm. through those issues because it gives you the time to figure out who you are. It gives you the time mm-hmm. to heal. Because mm-hmm. what I've recognized is that if you are broken, like I did this thing on Instagram. I think it was yesterday, where mm-hmm. if you have mess in one area of your life, it tends to spill over and 
all the areas of your life, right? right? And it affects you and it affects others. So if you have these different issues that you're not healed from, when mm-hmm. you go into a relationship, you're taking extra baggage mm-hmm. into the relationship. If you don't know how to receive love, you don't know how to show love, you don't know how to have discussions so that you can rectify issues. So it's a good place to learn, to unlearn some things and to learn to love mm-hmm. yourself. At the end of the day, the person that you're going to have forever, well, not forever, mm-hmm. but for as long as life lasts, is mm-hmm. you. And mm-hmm. so you have to learn to love. You have to want to be able to live with you before right. you can be in a relationship, like in a relationship that's successful. But I think there's also some value in learning with someone as well. Because I think that when you're by yourself, mm-hmm. it's not as easy to pinpoint the areas that you need to work on and mm-hmm. develop because they're your own. You've gotten so accustomed to them that you probably don't even see them anymore. That's true. But when you have fresh eyes and somebody who um, your actions are, your opinions, whatever it is, affects them and they can say, hey, I didn't like when you did X, Y, Z or when you did X, Y, Z, I felt this way and I'd appreciate if whatever. Like you don't really take those things into consideration because it wasn't affecting anyone before. Sometimes you need help getting there. That's and true. it's not just even like in intimate relationships. It's only. This can be through friendships. It can I was be about family. to that. Yeah, it can be through any of these um, relationships. But sometimes it takes another eye or somebody else's support to get you to where you want to be. I was thinking that because I'm like, while it's good to learn with somebody else, I feel like there's some basic things that you're not supposed to be taking into a relationship, not knowing that it's there and be willing to change. And so Mm -hmm. that's where friendships come in. You need to have friends who are honest with you to say, you know what, Cam, you are selfish. Cam, you are revengeful. Cam, you are these different things. And so Mm -hmm. you are aware of those things. And if it is that your aim is to change them, then you can change those things before getting into a relationship or at least start remedying them before you right. get into the relationship. Because sometimes relationships don't work because we carry all this extra baggage to carry on, can't hold them. So I feel like singleness is a gift in that regard. You know what I want to go back to? Mm-hmm. We were talking about what why people say we, we are picky. Mm-hmm. Do you think that you're picky? Um, I think I have preferences, but I don't necessarily think that my preferences are asking too much. Mm-hmm. I think my preferences are actually like the bare minimum of what it means to be a man. And mm-hmm. to be a man that is ready to commit to a woman. I'm not asking for somebody to spoil me i'm not asking for somebody you know to give me the world i'm asking for somebody to give me themselves and a version of themselves that is open that is emotionally available Mm -hmm. somebody that you know shares a great relationship with their family somebody who probably enjoys traveling or wants to travel somebody who they're, they have ambition. Like, you don't even have to be financially stable yet. Like, mm-hmm. have that open. But there must be something that you're working towards. You have goals. You have ambitions. There are things that you want to execute. Because I say I have a list. People feel like I have this scroll 
I know, right? I don't. There was a point when I asked, so for example, <laughs> one of the things I had on my list when I was much younger is mm-hmm. height. I still you have a preference, right? I'm short, and I feel like in order to give my kids a fighting chance, <laughs> I need because like my my dad is super tall. My dad like, was like six um. My mom is mm-hmm. my height, but I have mm-hmm. some brothers who look like palm trees, right? For me, that's a preference. And he had to be this, and he had to be that. Most of those things are off my list. But I ask for the basic. I ask that you be. You're a gentleman. I ask that you have character. I ask that you mm-hmm. you have ambition. I ask mm-hmm. that you love the Lord. I ask mm-hmm. for the basic things. And for you to come now, come tell me that I am picky. My response is always, you know what? It's my responsibility to be picky because I am the person who's going to live with this other person for the mm-hmm. rest of my life. Mm-hmm. I can't have you pick for me because mm-hmm. when I pick and I'm miserable, you mm-hmm. are the same one who's going to say, oh, you should have known better. You're on your own that time, eh? Exactly. So let <laughs> yes. me pick. Quick question that came out of you, your response, though. Mm-hmm. So what happens when you've made this list and God sends you this man just not in the package you want? Well, God and I will have to have a conversation for <laughs> that. We're going to have fighting words, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he and I will have to have a conversation about that because... um. I met a short guy one time and like he had me all over the workplace. Like my brain was in a tailspin. And I'm like, maybe I could do this. So I don't know. God will have to tell me. He's like, you know what? I will send you somebody. Because sometimes we feel like we know what we need. Right. But what we're only putting our wants. Right. What need. And right. so I trust God to send me what's best for me. Like I want what I want. Mm-hmm. I have to say that. And it's not so much that I have a specific package that like, he has to show up in, mm-hmm. but there has to be some kind of attraction. Got like it. You could be a really great person, but I'm just not attracted to you mm-hmm. like that. Like, there has to be, like physically, you have to do something to me. Yes, ma'am. Like, you could be a sweetheart. You could like move mountains for me, but... There has to be some physical attractiveness there as well. I can't see myself committing to somebody who I'm not physically attracted to. But then there are persons who say, oh, love grows. Mm. What do you say to that? Like, I, oh, he's such a nice man. I'm love not, man. Love will grow. <laughs> I'm not saying no. I'm not saying no. But for me, there has to be some kind of initial something there. Initial attraction. Because when I look at you as a man, I must be able to say, you know, am I a man that? Take me now, Lord. Yeah. And (laughs) it can't be like, oh, he has a great personality, you know. What am I going to introduce him and say, oh, this is my boyfriend, this is my husband. He has a great personality. No. No, I want to be attracted to you. I'm going to see him like, yo, God, I'm the one blessed up. Right? Yes. So this whole no, no, I have to want you. Mm-hmm. So that is going to always be on my list. I must be attracted. You must see. I want to climb your leg tree. I'm sorry. So no, Hi, over here. No, we're not doing. We're not. We're not doing that. That's a non-negotiable. I mean, I'm not knocking anybody who has committed to somebody and like physically they weren't what you were looking for, but over time who they are as a person, just like outshined everything else. Kudos to you. But 
if I'm looking for somebody and, you know, person say, oh, the physical fades and it's his heart. And that is true. The physical will fade. My physical will fade as well. Mm-hmm. And you want it to be more than just physical. But I'm not negating the physical completely. And then people have this way of making it seem like, oh, you can't get physical attractiveness and great personality and awesome. I am that. So why can't I find it somewhere else? Right. Why do I have to sacrifice it's that? It's one or the other. Like, no. Like, come as a package deal. Mm-mm, I want the like, package deal. If, if he's cute, cute. If he's handsome, <laughs> um, <laughs> if he's tall, if he has a nice body, then... You know, he's probably looking to do a drive-by. He's not looking to have, like, deep intellectual conversations that blow your mind. Which is just stupid because I take care of my body. Means that mm-hmm. I don't want to, ha- I can't have a proper conversation. Means mm-hmm. that I don't want to commit to somebody. Mm-hmm. It is just so old school. Like, it needs to mm-hmm. be taken out of the curriculum now. It is now. And I think a lot of persons, both men and women, get a really bad rap for that. Like, you could be the sweetest person and, like, nobody will even give you a try because they take one look at you and they're like, oh, mm mm-mm. Like, he's a player. This is not going to work. Or, oh, mm mm-mm. She's just, like, using men. It's not going to work. Like, they don't actually take the time to figure out who you are or what you're about. They just kind of jump to assumptions and that's it. Like, before you even begin, it ended. And that, for me, is a turn-off. Because mm-hmm. if it is that you are going to see me and sum me up based on what, what you see, mm-hmm. um, then it means that you're not invested in taking the time to get to know who I am. Mm-hmm. Which brings me to the question. Mm-hmm. What are some of your biggest turnoffs? Biggest turnoffs? Ah, so I hate my... Mm. Let me not say hate. Hate is a very, very strong word. But I'm not a fan of men who, for them, it is like you're having a conversation Mm -hmm. and everything leads back to sex. Like everything, somehow they find a way to turn the conversation back to sex. Mm -hmm. I, I don't like that. That's like okay enough no like it was kind of like cool when i did it one time or two time but if every single conversation ends up there then i'm out i don't like that um the next thing hygiene so not even anything personality wise just like basic hygiene wash your face brush your teeth clean your nails cut them like do something please be clean like put yourself together show me that i am worth the effort mm-hmm. of you getting dressed to come see me and don't like get comfortable and start like throw on slippers and shorts and t-shirt where the neck stretch out and look like it mm-hmm. doesn't know mm-hmm. a well-dressed man will get me any, like don't even open your mouth i'm just gonna like <laughs> Even like, if you're okay. a fool on your, all of that dress, just don't open it. I could not be attracted to somebody. And like, you put yourself together and I'm like, yes, Jesus, you did this. Amen. Another thing that I hate where men are concerned are men who are one-dimensional. Mm. Like, you can't have conversations with them 
about like a myriad of things. They know one thing and they know it really well, but that's all they know. And that's great. But I want to be able to have multiple conversations with you on different things. Mm-hmm. Surprisingly, all my friends are guys, but I don't like men with women friends. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> How do you do that calculation? Because Two if- things. It's different or there is some leeway if the woman was there prior to me being there. Mm-hmm. So like if you've always been friends... And, like, I am this new person coming into that dynamic, then, mm-hmm. you know, okay, who am I to say, yo, you can't be friends no more after you've been friends for like some months or years? Mm-hmm. But if we're together and you meet a woman and you decide that you want to become friends, I feel like that's kind of odd. Is that insecurity? Uh, I don't think it's insecurity in terms of. Like me as a person, mm-hmm. I think it's insecurity probably in terms of just how men think and how they are. So you don't trust your boo then, Tash? It's not that I don't trust them. I might not trust her with mm. him. Mm. And I feel like men are very like physical beings. So yeah. I'm not sure Like he might not have wanted to, but I feel like if presented with the opportunity, he'll max it out because he's a man and like they operate from a place of physical urges. So I feel like I just don't want that dynamic to present itself. And like that's not even from me coming to that mm-hmm. idea. That's from men implanting that idea in my head that men are very physical. For them, I think it's effort not to like they have to put active deliberate effort into not wanting to act on those urges i know this is a female podcast but i know there are some men who listen like i'd really really love to hear their feedback on that yeah because maybe i've just been talking to the wrong men who knows maybe (laughs) or maybe not i'd really love to hear their feedback on that Mm -hmm. but in terms of like what's some of my biggest turn off Mm. like i love humility so if you're not humble Mm. we can't rock but i also love confidence though so like there's a fine line yeah confidence but not cocky so as you you mentioned earlier about the the leading back to sex and all these things Mm -hmm. i was talking to this guy and tash if i said the sun is hot the weather is nice it no matter what Mm-hmm. He always that, yeah. sex, and I'm like, is that the only thing that you can talk about? And you're not even good at talking about that either. So why, why, why even bother? <laughs> I'm like, why even bother? And he got to. I probably think he out here spitting the game. What you mean he can't talk about that? Mm, he can. He like he can stay. He needs to go back to some lesson or something. Oh my! But I was so, I was so turned off by it, and mm-hmm. I'm like, you know what? I got up and I'm like, you know what? This is going to be my last message to you. If you mm-hmm. try messaging me after this or mm-hmm. calling me, you're not going to get through to me because I'm going to block you and delete you. And he's like, why? I'm just attracted <laughs> to you. But you're like, yeah, but I'm not just a body. Mm-hmm. So that is a big, big turn off for me. So, con- so you have to be able to have conversation. You're right. If you just carry yourself chaka chaka, because guess what? In my head, chaka. you need to represent me. I'm not showing up beside you like I'm the help. Right. So don't show up beside me like you're the help. 
Right. Represent me. Put yourself together. I'm right. not telling you to go buy this and go buy that and go buy that. Get some basic things and put it. Brush your teeth, right? <laughs> Wash your face. Comb your hair. Go to your barber. You and your barber are not supposed to be in Mali's. So just like basic hygiene, as you mentioned before. Also, just be nice to people. <laughs> confession story time. We <laughs> should have a confession series. <laughs> I know. So I remember I was seeing this physiotherapist, this chiropractor actually. Mm-hmm. He was really cute, right? Mm-hmm. And we, when I go, like we'd make conversations and stuff and all that. Conversation was really good. And I'm like, I like my chiropractor. So I kept going back. Like I was traveling for about 45 minutes when there was one, like maybe 10 minutes down the road. And then one day we were talking about something and he said something about WAPs. And I'm like, what in the world is that? Mm-hmm. And he said, it's like a name they call Italians who at one point when they came to Canada without papers, that's what WAPs mean. Mm. And he said it and he was laughing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I was taken aback. And it was after I left, I came home and I started researching and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I, I became instantly unattracted to him mm. because i'm like if you find it so easy mm-hmm. to call people names you call me a nigger when i walk out mm-hmm. and so stuff like those like if you are just unkind to people mm-hmm. you feel like you have the right to discriminate you can't talk you mm-hmm. just need to be a good person if somebody the person is single i were to ask you what are some mm-hmm. of the things that i can do to navigate the singleness what's the top two things you'd probably say to them i'd probably say like learn to sit with yourself Mm -hmm. learn to sit with it just being you figure out you know like am i okay spending time with me so once you sit with yourself and you figure out who you are then if you're happy with that great if you're not, then you need to work on becoming the version of yourself that you thought you were bringing to these relationships, but you really weren't. Like, how yeah. have you contributed to this not being something that was sustainable mm-hmm. or that was a healthy relationship? Number two, I'd say don't allow time the opinions of others mm-hmm. where you think you should have been by now, but you're not to make you rush into anything. What advice would you give? The same advice that you give, you gave, I would give, mm-hmm. but also as you said, sit in it, but sit mm-hmm. in it and recognize that I read a quote the other day and it said that rejection doesn't mean that you are not worthy. It mm-hmm. just means that the person or persons did not recognize your worth. Right. So if it is that you're feeling like, oh, I'm single because I'm not worthy of love, dismiss that thought. Don't be too hard on yourself. Breakups, whatever it is, like these things are part of life. Find some time to engage in things that you like. You may discover that there are things that you like, but you didn't know, right? right. So just... Enjoy it for what it is. Don't be in a rush to be coupled up. And with that, we've and come to the that. end of the first episode of season two. Yay! I, I hope that you guys thoroughly enjoyed it as much as we did. Like we went on forever and ever and ever. And, and now we're at Amen. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, with that, guys, we hope that you enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. And as usual, you can reach out to us on social media. We're on Instagram at Point Black the Podcast. Follow us there. We'll be sharing loads of stuff. And we want you to be sharing with us too. Yes. And we're always like looking for new topics to talk about, looking for new persons to have discussions with. So if you're someone who is interested in that, feel free to connect. We'd love to hear from you. Yeah. And talking about that, what are we talking about next week, Tash? We're talking about the swirl and dating outside of the black community. I got some stories to tell. You got some stories? I have stories to tell, but we'll tell those next week. And until then, guys, I hope you come back for that. I'm Kimberly Guthrie and Tashika O'Shea. Bye. Bye.